0: As you embark on your retirement planning journey, it's critical that you foresee the potential expenses that may nibble away at your hard-earned savings. Join us as we explore six financial demands that can impact your retirement nest egg and discover effective strategies. Welcome in to Your Retirement with Sam Hughes.
1: Welcome once again to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, along with Luke Van Obelu, who's in studio all by himself once again, as Sam and Andy are on assignment for Dual Financial Strategies, with their over 22 years of experience uh, helping you to and through retirement because it's all about your retirement. Uh, They can offer that no cost, no obligation retirement lifestyle review. And as we said, Luke, in your uh, journey through life, all of us have a significant chunk of it devoted to uh, career and uh, saving for retirement. uh, smart people who actually think about it, though, whether they're in their 30s, 40s, or 50s. And when you finally arrive at that pivotal moment, you'll want to have the assurance that your retirement fund is substantial enough uh, to provide for all your needs during your golden years. I'm sure you would agree with that, Luke. You've seen a lot of people talk about it. And there's a, a few things we need to consider uh, when we prepare for retirement. And one of the big elephants in the room is health care.
0: It certainly is. This is one of the biggest unknowns in planning for retirement. Even with uh, Medicare, your out-of-pocket expenses can be significant because Medicare, folks, does not cover everything. Um, and according to a Fidelity investment study in their 22nd Annual Retiree Healthcare Cost Estimate, it shows that a 65-year-old retiree can expect um, an average of one hundred and fifty-seven thousand five hundred dollars in healthcare costs and medical expenses. Just that's the average for this year, twenty twenty-three. Um, and if you're a couple, so this is for an individual. So if you're in a couple, then you can essentially double that number. So that's a that's a big nut to have to to crack throughout retirement, and that those funds have to come from somewhere.
1: Well, that's However,
0: cool. if there is some. Good news here, it's that um, that same study um, didn't show much of an increase over last year, 2022's information. Um, it's the first time in, in nearly 10 years that uh, the anticipated health care cost for retirees has stayed level over a one, over a year-over-year year year, uh, position. And now you might be thinking, okay, great, that's that's great, Luke. It's going to cost me a lot. But what are some things that we can do? What are some practical things that we can do now? Well, one of the ways that you can really combat this, um, these growing medical expenses, is to open up a health savings account uh, or an HSA. This is um, a plan that you put money into, and it it's triple tax advantaged, meaning. You don't pay any taxes when it goes in. You don't pay any taxes as it grows, and they can grow now. And when you take it out for that qualifying medical expense, it is um, all tax-free. And the other nice thing about this is it's actually your money. So it's not like your flex spending plan where you got to kind of play the game of am I going to get sick or am I not going to get sick this year, um, because you got to kind of got to use it from for the year. This money carries with you going forward. You do have to qualify. You must have a, a high yield deductible um, insurance plan, meaning you've got to come out of pocket for the you know a good chunk of that money up front. So if you don't have one, find out if your insurance plan qualifies and then take advantage by funding money into this for those unknown healthcare costs that are looming down the road.
1: We're talking expenses uh, that you better consider in retirement with Luke Van Abel here of Dual Financial Strategies and a big one is home ownership, right?
0: yeah, that's another big one. I mean, um, homeowners need to to know the that there's gonna be unexpected costs. And if you've uh, owned a home for a while, that probably won't come as a shock to you. But um, you know, there's upkeep, there's maintenance, there's um, you know, all of a sudden the furnace goes out. There's roof, you know issues that can happen. And all those are really expensive, and that can wreak havoc on, you know, the best of plans that you may have laid forth for yourself. And according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, from 2016 through 2022, Americans age 65 years and older spent on average $16,880 per year on household-related costs. So this is going to add up. It's not going away. Um, certainly, you still have to pay your, your property taxes and all those things, but there's so many other costs associated with owning that home. So, make these upkeep, make these unknown um, costs that could be coming part of your emergency fund so that when something does happen, you've got them available to you, especially, um, you know, if you have a home that isn't brand new, right? I mean, there's there's a greater chance if you live in a home over 20 years of age or older that, yeah, that roof's wearing out, that furnace, that, you know, all these different big ticket items that could be wearing out. So keep that in mind.
1: Absolutely. My house is 40 years old. So, uh, and it doesn't want to admit it. It wants to stay at 39, <laughs> like Jack yeah. Benny. But uh, all right, we're talking about expenses you better consider in retirement. That's obviously one we've had over the last couple of years here is inflation.
0: Inflation is a biggie. That's a cost that's always there, um, but it, it's been looming more and more in people's mind because of the inflation area environment that we've lived in for so long. Um, inflation rates are down from their 40-year highs last year, but it's still significant. I mean, we see inflation still standing around that 3.6% range compared to th- just 326 last month. So a little bit of an uptick there. Um, And this time last year, we actually had inflation of 8.26. So 5% higher uh, than just a month ago um, over over the year. Um, This is higher than the long-term average that we've seen um, of 3.28%. So you want to focus on maintaining a diversified portfolio. That can help you in the long run. Um, It can also help to Work with an advisor that helps you stay on top of your budget no matter what inflation is doing because all, all those things are out of our control. And build some inflationary measures into your retirement planning. You want to be sure that you're making the right decisions so that your investments are positioned right, that they can keep up with inflation. Um, otherwise, if we're just kind of sticking that money in a safe place, we don't have it keeping up with inflation Well, now we're just kind of getting nibbled to death by ducks and that inflation is eating away at your earning potential and also your cash flow potential over your entire retirement career.
1: All right. One thing you can control in retirement is uh, supporting adult children or grandchildren, but some of us do, don't we?
0: Some of you do, yeah. The, I mean, I would say the vast majority don't, or they don't admit to it. But um, from, from student loans, um, I've had someone in recently that was still paying cell phone bills for his adult children that were in their 30s. Um, you know, many retirees find themselves financially assisting adult children or even grandchildren. Um, a study by Merrill Lynch found that this was back in 2018, so a few years ago, but 79% of parents were providing financial support to their adult children. And this, on on an annual basis, this is almost hard to believe, $500 billion combined, billion with a B. Um, So what can you do here? Well, I I think the the big piece is you want to set some boundaries um, on where you stand, what you're willing to do. But first and foremost, does this fit within... Your budget? Does it fit within your retirement plans? Um, Because what you don't want to do is make these expenses, make these contributions to the kids at your expense. Um, Certainly, if these gifts fall within your retirement plan and they don't jeopardize your retirement, then that's what you want to do. That's okay. But just don't do it at your expense, Um, they've got a lot longer than you to sort of play catch up Um, and I would encourage you, don't bail them out of the problems they've created. They need to learn maybe some lessons along the way and mom and dad can't always be there for that.
1: All right, when you're retired, uh, you don't stop paying taxes, do you? We certainly
0: don't, it'd be nice if we did, but uh, once you start taking that money out of your retirement accounts, most of which are probably pre-tax, you have to pay taxes on those distributions. Um, so how much will you pay? Depends on how much income you have. Uh, that could be 12%. That could be 22%, 24%, 32%. And that's just the federal side. That doesn't count the state of Wisconsin, if you reside here in Wisconsin. Uh, these are lower rates than we've actually seen um, even just a few years ago. So our tax brackets have come down some. And the other thing to keep in mind with with taxes is that... Um, you will likely pay taxes on your Social Security benefits. Yes, I know you paid taxes on the earnings. uh, You made taxes as you made the contributions to your Social Security. But when it flows out, uh, you will most likely pay taxes on that as well. Um, And since many retirees live on a fixed income, this is why planning uh, for taxes, planning for retirement, is key. The goal here in your planning process should not just be to reduce your tax bill this year or next year. The goal should be re- to reduce your lifetime tax bill. How many taxes are how much in taxes are you going to pay over your entire retirement um, period?
1: All right, and quickly, the final expense you better uh, consider is your own mortality. The longer you live, the more you'll spend.
0: Yeah, for better or for worse, people live much longer these days than they used to thanks to advances in healthcare and, of course, technology. A baby uh, born in the U.S. in 2021 has an estimated life expectancy of just over 76 years, according to the National Center for Health Statistics. So while that might mean you get to spend more time enjoying your golden years, it also means
1: you have greater overall lifetime expenses. All right. So... What we need to do is have you, ladies and gentlemen, give Luke a call here at Dual Financial Strategies to get that retirement lifestyle review. If you're close to retirement, if you're in that, uh, what we'd like to call the retirement red zone, about five to seven years away from uh, hanging them up, uh, whether you're in Green Bay, Appleton, anywhere in the Fox Valley, remember that Dual Financial Strategies has an office in Green Bay, one also in Appleton, and their number is 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. Make that number uh, indelibly etched in your mind when you need retirement help and lead some discussions and get that retirement lifestyle review. Remember, it uh, is at no cost and no obligation. So give Luke a call at 866-203-7486, and the fine folks at Dual Financial Strategies will help you to and through retirement and uh, sit down with them at no cost, no obligation to discuss uh, all those factors that we just spoke of Uh, that can, uh, well, uh, put a little dent in your retirement. You think you've got expenses now when you're working? Don't think you're going to have any fewer uh, when you are in retirement. 866-203-7486. Look what's coming up next.
0: When we come back, we explore the top five components that folks want out of retirement and offer three easy ways to get back on track on your financial planning journey.
1: we're back here on uh, Your Retirement. That's what this show's all about. I'm Chuck Caton, and uh, this week we have in studio, all alone, Luke Van Obel. Sam and Andy are on uh, assignment and uh, probably listening to this program, too, because they always uh, have a close uh, ear on what your retirement should look like as you give them a call at 866-203-7486. And, uh, well, we have uh, some statistics once again to impart here. And that is uh, 4,300 adults were surveyed by principal uh, in April of 2023, so just a few short months ago. And then they were surveyed again in late August, just a a little over a month ago now, about their financial concerns in retirement. So let's talk about some of these here, Luke, because it seems like the top stressors uh, remained the same in August as they did in April. And we touched on one of them earlier. One was inflation, one was rising interest rates and a lack of savings. So let's discuss uh, all of those. Uh, inflation, it's not going away.
0: It's not going away. Um, the the cost of goods is remaining up there. It has slid back from the peaks, but you absolutely need to plan uh, for things to cost more in retirement and Um, build some inflation into your overall planning. A lot of your um, pensions, things like that, they don't have built-in inflation measures. Fortunately, Social Security has a little bit of cost of living adjustment where they will increase based on the consumer price index or how much things are inflating your payment. But most other payments that you have aren't going to do that, so you have to build that into your plan on your own.
1: All right, uh, we talk about rising interest rates. Now, you may or may not in retirement be looking to buy that second home. So, those rising interest rates may not uh, affect you that way, but you're still scared because if you want to, uh, how do a rising interest rates affect a retiree? Maybe if they want to sell a house, it's going to be tougher.
0: Yeah, that could be. This one kind of surprised me just that it was, you know, rising interest rates were such a concern for people when a lot of people, you know, aren't taking out that debt. Really anymore, but I think you bring up a good point, Chuck. I mean, we've already seen interest rates rising at pretty alarming rate, and I think uh, as of right now, interest thirty-year mortgage is hovering around seven percent or in the seven percent. So that could have an impact. Certainly, on you know you selling that home, maybe downsizing, maybe you're moving somewhere else. That could slow down that process as people start to think twice about, eh? Do I really want to pay seven percent in the way of a mortgage? Although I do hear from local realtors that uh, homes priced in the three hundred or three fifty in under range still seem to have quite a bit of demand at least today but that could that could certainly change in the future
1: all right Uh, another stressor is if you don't have a lot of savings you're going to be in trouble in retirement because you're not going to make the kind of money that you were when you were working
0: Right. Yeah, we got that that spigot turning off from work. Um, So you become voluntarily basically unemployed. Where is that income going to come from? If you don't have savings, if you don't have the 401k, um, that's where a lot of those assets come from. Unless you've diversified into real estate or unless you worked for the government in some form or fashion when you've got a pension. But the vast majority of you, I know only about 13 percent of people out there have a pension. Um, It is interesting, Chuck, that four out of 10 workers, so around 41%, don't contribute any money at all to their 401k or their employer-sponsored plan.
1: Wow, that's amazing. And uh, what about the 46% who don't know what investments are included in their 401k? uh, Ignorance is not bliss in that situation, right? It's a significant number. Does it surprise you, though, that 46% of this group survey didn't know what investments are included in that 401k?
0: You know, I guess I'm not not surprised because I mean most of the time, you know, when I'm sitting down with families, when we're having a discussion, uh, you know, maybe after they've listened to the radio show, uh, most people don't describe themselves as an investor because you've done something else for your working career. And so inside of your 401k plan, all of a sudden you're forced to be, the investor and sort of the expert um, because resources are are limited is what I hear most often. So as you approach retirement age, this is a great time to get another opinion, to see if there's better options, something to consider when you're 59 and a half years of age or older is that at that magic number, you start to become eligible to take distributions from your plan. So you can start to take a distribution without a penalty. However, if you're still working, you may not want to take a distribution because, of course, you'd be taxed on that distribution when you may or may not need that. But most 401k plans will also let you move the money from your 401k plan to, say, an IRA. Um, This would allow someone else maybe to help you make the decisions with that account. So if you're not comfortable, if you're not aware of the investment tools that are there, um, in most 401k plans, they really don't have that many investment choices to begin with. Um, So this is going to give you a lot more flexibility with how and where you invest your 401k funds if you're over 59 and a half.
1: I know you have another shocking statistic here about people not being on track uh, for their 401k savings. Uh, They're a little nervous about it. What about that?
0: Yeah, so 56% of folks surveyed said they are not on track with their yearly 401k savings to retire comfortably.
1: (laughs) So that means over half of folks are not on track to retire in a place they feel financially secure. Is that what you're saying?
0: That's what it seems like here. Over half of people, they're they're not saving enough to to maybe keep up with their lifestyle, to provide them enough um, income to continue to live the the same lifestyle they've been living while they're working.
1: All right. So you've got statistics about this here. What did the survey find that most folks wanted out of uh, well the five features that uh, respondents say they wanted out of their retirement?
0: All right. So um, 52 percent said they wanted lifetime income. So this would be... um, Income that once started would not go away even if they lived a long, long time. 52%. Over half of people want consistency in their income. Uh, Another 49% said they wanted a consistent monthly paycheck um, in retirement. So that goes right alongside uh, that last statistic. So people are really concerned about income, as you should be with your working income going away. Where's that new income going to come from? 42% 42% of responders said that they desired uh, low fees or low cost. So, of course, the lower you can keep your fees, um, the more money you keep in your, your pocket. Although, just be careful. Just because it's the lowest fee doesn't mean it's the best for you. Um, if you're paying a fee, hopefully someone's providing you value uh, beyond that fee. And 40% preferred liquidity or access to their money whenever they wanted it. So um, a good chunk of people want to be able to access as much or most of their money at a whim uh, without having it tied up for a long period of time where they might have limited access. Uh, Keep in mind that once you're retired, all of your funds are sort of liquid. I mean, you you, you save for retirement, you build that emergency fund because prior to age 59 and a half, You can't tap that money without a penalty. Once you're 59 and a half years or older, you can get at those IRAs. You can get at those 401ks um, as long as you're doing that in a smart manner. Uh, And the last one, Chuck, the fifth uh, feature was 39% wanted protection from the market corrections and downturns so they want to ensure that maybe some of their principles protected they're not taking as much risk and i could see why that would be certainly after um, what we saw in equities in the bond market last year
1: all right so that's not all now because we've got a new cnbc uh your money survey conducted by SurveyMonkey uh has some other shocking statistics right
0: Yeah, almost three quarters of Americans, so 74% are feeling anxious or stressed out regarding their finances. This is up from 70% when the survey was conducted in April. So over the course of the year, people are feeling more uneasy, anxious about where they're sitting, how they're positioned now. Um, and there's some things that they can do about that.
1: All right, so let's talk about three easy ways that we want to get back on track here if you're feeling a little angst getting into retirement. One thing is to save enough to get the employer match. You're still working, you got a 401k, you can do something about it.
0: Yeah, this is this is a fairly easy one as long as the budget allows it. Uh, but we were just talking about other stats where the, you know, a good chunk of people are not making a contribution to their employer plan. And at the very least, and I see most employer plans will provide some level of a match. So if you put in a couple percent, they're going to put in a couple percent. They might match that 100 percent up to a certain limit. And then maybe once you go above that, they'll limit it. This is free money, folks. You have got to take advantage of this money if you are not doing that already. Um, and if you feel like, um, you know, that this is kind of a, an aside, but it is related, you um, a lot of times you're, you're making those matches into like a pre-tax account, so you're getting the tax benefit now, but later on when you pull that money out, you're going to, of course, have to pay taxes. If you're thinking that tax rates could go up from where they are now, um, maybe your income's going to stay about the same. Most people want their income to stay the same or go up in retirement, but you also feel like tax rates could be higher, then think twice about where you're making those contributions because... If tax rates go up and you're still funding money into those pre-tax accounts, now you got to pay more in taxes when you take it out later.
1: All right. And then quickly, it can either boost your emergency fund and also take advantage of dollars sitting in the bank.
0: Yeah, boosting your emergency fund, that's just a a given. I think many people know this, but you want to have three to six months living expenses just so you're not um, shocked and surprised if something happens. And then take advantage of those dollars that are sitting in the bank. I mean, um, we're seeing higher interest rates, certainly on the mortgages, on the debt side, but also on the fixed income side, CDs are providing higher rates of interest Fixed annuities are providing higher interest. Fixed indexed annuities are providing uh, better environments. So make sure that you're positioning money that maybe you don't need liquid over the next three to six months in a tool that's actually gonna be working for you that you can still get at at some point in the future.
1: All right, so uh, if you wanna provide uh, yourself no angst, well, just give the folks at uh, Dual Financial Strategies a call and you'll get your... Retirement Lifestyle Review, because uh, Luke, uh, Andy, and Sam will account for all of the things that we just talked about in this segment in their Retirement Lifestyle Review, which they'll give you at no cost, no obligation when you make that phone call right now. Whether you're near the Green Bay office or the Appleton office, anywhere in the Fox Valley that you're listening to us, give them a call at 866-203-7486. That's 866 866- 203 to get that retirement lifestyle review so you can take the stress out of your retirement by being fully prepared, and it's never too early to do it. Whether you're five to seven years before retirement or even before, give them a call, 866-203-7486. We've got more things coming up from a security standpoint in segment three, don't we?
0: Yeah, when we come back, the secret to financial security and stability and how to take control over your financial future. Stay tuned.
1: And we are back on Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, along with Luke Van Obel, who's in studio with me today as Sam and Andy are on assignment Uh, Here for Dual Financial Strategies, This show is Your Retirement, and it's all about you. And it's 866-203-7486. We've got a very ambitious third segment here, so let's get right to it, because establishing the right money mindset is key uh, when establishing your financial future. That's a a big thing, and uh, in order to reap the benefits, you've got to assess where you are right now. So let's do something here um you're going to ask me some questions i suppose in this segment here right a little exercise Uh, you know where we're going to be here and let's see you're going to put me on the spot here uh okay about uh uh, all right your your first question is about how i feel about money is that what you're going to ask me now
0: yeah. So how do you feel about money discussing finances or thinking about the topic of preparing for retirement?
1: Well, the one thing I can tell you, uh, Mr. Van Abel, is I like talking about it, but I'm talking to a wall when I talk to my wife because she doesn't like talking about it. She says I threaten to leave the room every time you want to talk about it because it's something you're handling right now. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have any stress about it because we are very prepared now at one time. I never even thought I would be retired or semi-retired because that's what I am right now, uh, because I'm doing this uh, program with you. So I, I feel like I'm working and sure. uh, you know, I feel good about my financial future. I, I've got uh, different vehicles that you and I talk about uh, from time to time. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of feeling comfortable right now.
0: Well, that's good. I mean, that, You've, it's good you feel prepared, but you've you've been intentional too about getting prepared and 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 hopefully you stick around for a long time because otherwise your wife it sounds like will maybe be left in the dark a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, I'm trying to educate her, get her involved, but she uh, I've always been the money person. You know, I've always been the guy that pays the bills. You know, I'm still an old schooler. You know, my people got those of this program know that I'm over seventy years of age and I'm still writing checks. I mean, we get laughed at all the time. I don't have these on, I do have online banking, yes, but I don't have anybody taking money out of my checking account to pay bills. I don't have, you know, that type of thing. I, I still write my own checks. I still know what uh, where the money's going. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I know that there are some folks that identify different emotions when it comes to the topic. I'm fairly secure, but then again, I should be. I'm a co-host of this show. I'd be Mm -hmm. a hypocrite if I weren't prepared because I've learned so much from you and uh, Andy and Sam about this. But let's talk about these little uh, symptoms here. There are negative money mindset syndromes uh, and uh, symptoms and positive money mindset symptoms. So let's talk about those. What are some of the negatives that some people may feel if they don't feel they're prepared for retirement?
0: Yeah. So, if, I mean, I think one of the first ones is just feeling like you're you're out of control, you know, that you don't have control of what's going on. Uh, that could come from a variety of different reasons. Um, feeling uncomfortable discussing money or finances. It sounds like your wife maybe falls into that camp. My wife would probably fall into that camp just because they've got somebody else, you know, sort of taking care of the money. It's not something that they're as interested in. Um, maybe feeling intimidated or overwhelmed by the the, the very nature of the discussion um, because there's so many terms there's so many tools there's so many different directions to go um, it is overwhelming and especially when it comes to retirement because there's more that's at stake now right it's it's not just building wealth growing the wealth now it's building the wealth, making sure it's positioned right, but now it's also got to come out, the taxes, income, Social Security, all those different pieces. Um, comparing, we maybe comparing to um, other people, whether it's friends, whether it's people that we hear about on news or TV or the talking heads that talk about, well, you just need X amount of money to retire and feeling like, well, I don't have that amount, so can I even retire? Um and there might be some anxiety, stress, worry, panic that comes along with that if you just feel inadequate, feeling like you haven't done enough. Or maybe life has thrown you some curveballs that were sort of out of your control, and that meant that you had to you know, do what was necessary in the moment. And maybe, maybe contributing to that 401k or getting ready for retirement had to be put to the back burner. Um, feeling defeated or empathetic. Um, you know, it's, it's too late for me to come back from this or I'll never be able to retire. So what's the point of even trying at this point, uh, that could be a negative mindset that's just sort of roaming around in your head and got you stuck, um, in a wheel and then financial procrastination mentality, you know, I'll handle it later or I'll start planning eventually. Uh, but we know with compound interest, the longer we wait, the more we have to put in um, to even get close to where we would have been if we started early. So these are some of the negative things that might
1: be rolling around in your heads. All right. So from a positive standpoint, what do we have? So feeling
0: generally optimistic about your finances, being willing to tackle financial challenges head on, just being willing to dive in and, and go for it. Um, asking for help when you need it. That is a big one. Um, Especially if this is an area that you're not 100% confident in, um, there's a lot of different areas. You have to be an expert in a lot of different areas. Um, and so if you're not asking for help is a big one, feeling open to learning new things about financial planning uh, because let's face it, the you know, the generation ago or a couple generations ago, um, times have changed drastically. So the tools that were used back then may not have even existed. Um, and now they do. So keeping an open mind, uh, being solution orientated about your financial problems, feeling hopeful, proud of the progress that you've made for your financial future. So kind of celebrating those wins along the way and enjoying financial peace of mind um, that's come with sort of all the time that you've put into this.
1: I know we're not going to hear from Dave Ramsey about this, but I know that Dave talks about having a written plan. And I know you feel it's important too, uh, because there's a boogeyman. People say, well, you know, I don't know what to do, but you can help them with a written plan, right?
0: We can, you know, and this is one, you know, I've heard Dave speaking on this before, um, and he says that, you know, not knowing the details is sort of the monster in the closet Um, and knowing helps. And what he's really talking about here is knowing your expenses, knowing how much it costs you to live. Many people don't live within a budget while they're working. Uh, They just kind of have a general idea going into retirement, it's time to dig in a little bit and understand where the money's going, because once you understand where the money's going, you're going to have a lot more confidence. I've seen this over and over with people um, as they've gone through this exercise. So um, be be mindful that it does take, you know, planning, retirement planning, financial planning, take some planning on your part, too, in order to get where
1: you need to be. Absolutely. All right, so we've got, uh, you talk about planning. So some of the steps that people can take, what are they here to ease their financial worries and usher in that peace of mind that comes from having that uh, financial plan in place?
0: Yeah, I'll throw out some some different items here. Um, establishing an emergency fund, we've talked about that throughout this show. Uh, focusing on income planning in retirement, not just you know how much do you have in net worth, but turning that net worth into income. Estate planning and legacy planning is huge. I know for many of you, this is on your radar, but now as you're planning for retirement, as you're getting the other pieces in place, this is the time to also get the estate planning piece in place. Should something happen to you, you want to ensure that those affairs are taken care of. Uh, Tax planning is huge. This is one of the big elephants in the room that many of you aren't talking about because you're just assuming that you're going to be in a lower tax bracket. But many of you will not be. You may even be in a higher tax bracket. Asset allocation is another place to focus on. Um, where are your investments now? Where should they be going forward into retirement? Paying down debt, if you haven't already done that, and also a plan for healthcare. Where are the the um, where's the money going to come from? for your healthcare costs.
1: All right, we could throw a lot of different statistics, uh, d- a more uh, bank rate uh, percentages on what people are stressed out about, but let's just get to the core of how you uh, prevent stress. There's four steps, and once uh, you uh, understand those, you're going to be successful. And one is building a budget and sticking to that budget.
0: It is, and I like to call instead of budget, because I feel like that has a negative connotation, you know, your lifestyle spending plan. What... What do you need to live on now and what do you think you'll need to live on in retirement and ensuring that we kind of stick to that and that we've got a plan for that because that's going to determine ultimately how long your money is going to last. So if you're concerned about that, we need to start with a spending
1: plan. Yeah, purpose determines placement. Where have we heard that before? That's that's Sam's book, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, number two on that list. Don't underestimate how long retirement might last. You want to live as long as you can, right, ladies and gentlemen? So uh, let's yeah, plan I th- for it.
0: I think with col- qu- the quality of life being there, most people would say they want to live as long as possible. But you need to be prepared for that uh, because one out of every four, so 25% of you age 65 years old right now are going to live past 90 years old. So you may need to account for 30 to 40 years of living without your regular paychecks. That's got to come from somewhere else.
1: All right, you got to revisit that plan regularly too because you don't just set it and forget it.
0: Absolutely. The world around us changes fast. Technology's changing fast. Um, Your budget might be changing. There's so many different things that can change. Um, Investments can change. So you want to be sure that you're reviewing this um, as big life changes come up. You want to be working with a financial advisor or somebody to make sure that your plan is still on track so that you can meet your goals, exceed your goals, and still accomplish the things that you want to do.
1: And that's why it's okay to ask for help, especially from dual financial strategies.
0: It is okay to ask for help. If you're not 100% confident in making all these decisions, it's okay to ask for help. Um, Reach out to us. We're here. We're a fiduciary-based firm. We're independent. That means that we've got no allegiance to the companies that we work with. Um, our tu- that means that our toolbox, the things that we can do, the things that we can help you with, is really big. R- much bigger than a lot of the other firms that's out there. And again, our focus and our specialty is not that growth and accumulation phase when you're in your 20s, when you're in your 30s and you're getting started. It's for you, the listener, that's going, Wow. Retirement. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's coming quickly. I feel like I need to get prepared for that. Uh, the best day to call was yesterday, but the second best day is today to make sure that you're on the right path and whether you have enough to
1: retire. And quickly, it's 866-203-7486. That's the number Luke's alluding to. uh, To get that uh, retirement lifestyle review that you'll be looking for as you head for retirement, they'll steer you in the right direction here. 866-203-7486. And remember, this is complimentary. This sit down to find out and assess your situation and your preparedness for retirement is uh, complimentary. No cost, no obligation. So uh, don't procrastinate. Uh, That's also a negative thought that uh, you have to get out of your mind. Do it now. 866 203 7486. Well, it's been a fast moving show, and I know your favorite segment's coming up, Luke.
0: It certainly is. It's that time again. You've got questions, and I've got answers. That and more coming right up after the break.
1: It's your retirement, and it's question and answer time with Luke Benaville of uh, Dual Financial Strategies. I'm Chuck Caton joining Luke, and once again, that number, 866-203-7486. It's no cost. It's no obligation to get that assessment about your retirement plans. And we've got questions from all over the place uh, here in northeast Wisconsin, starting in Green Bay. So I think you're ready to go, aren't you, Luke, to answer some questions for us? I am all set. All right, let's go to Brandy, who is in Green Bay. She's 53 years old and uh, behind the eight ball, she admits, when it comes to retirement savings. So uh, the company that she works for does not match her 401k. Uh, She contributes about 12% of her salary, and the funds that uh, she's offered to invest in are just not performing very well right now. I think join the club, right, Brandy? Uh, I've got an option to convert the money into ETFs or IRAs, and I know none of this. Uh, and, uh, but it's not a get rich, uh, quick scheme, uh, any of these alternatives, but taking that 12% and depositing it into a CD seems more appealing to me, Luke. So do you have any ideas or thoughts and how would meeting with, uh, uh, a financial advisor help me?
0: Hi, Brandy. Yes. As, um, Interest rates have been rising. We've certainly seen uh, much higher rates on those CDs. And as those start to climb, I think it's a natural inclination for people to say, gosh, I'd, I'd take 100% of my money and put it there and just sail off into the sunset. Um, one of the challenges that we still have today, though, is with in- inflation being in the threes um, and, you know, that um, the, the interest rates on the CDs Certainly being maybe in the fives, you know, there's still some some net positive there. Um, But if inflation starts to creep back up, that could have an impact. Um, And I think that the whole notion of taking 100 percent of our money and putting it into any one thing is just not a good idea. It doesn't matter if that's a CD. It doesn't matter if that's gold or silver commodities doesn't matter if it's one stock position. We want to have diversification. We also want to ensure that um, the purpose and the goal for your money is being reached. So, um, you know, things that you may ask yourself is what do you like about the CD? What's drawing you to that? Is it the, the principal protection? Is it the fact that you can't lose in a volatile time? Well, keep in mind that there are other tools in addition to CDs that can accomplish that. Um, Also, from a tax perspective, um, it would be helpful to know sort of your income now versus your income needs in retirement. Uh, This would help determine where funds should be contributed. Seeing your company is not incentivizing you to put that money within that plan. Then my mind starts to go, well, let's make sure you're getting money funded into the right bucket for you. Is that a Roth? Who knows? Um, And the other Uh, Thing to consider is now would also be a great time. I mean, you're talking about sort of wanting to pull back the risk number or your appetite for risk. So now would be another great time to sort of take a risk assessment um, to get a better idea of your appetite for risk. And this would determine how much of your assets should go into those safer tools. Maybe that um, can't lose versus could maybe fluctuate a little bit. And you might want to have a few different buckets of money. You know, that's safe money for the rainy day to get you through some opportunity money maybe for those discretionary needs like traveling or other things you'd like to do. So a different bucket approach can also be helpful.
1: Alright, very comprehensive answer from Luke Van Abel to Brandy and remember that number is 866-203-7486 to get that comprehensive review of your situation. Let's go to Millie in Appleton now, who's 63. I don't plan on retiring for at least five years, Millie says, and I've been working with an investment advisor for two years and uh, he recently informed me that his fees are going up from a Half percent to one percent for non specific reasons. <laughs> well, I was told initially that it was a friends and family discount that I got. Is something wrong here? Hi,
0: Millie. Well, that would certainly be a shocker to learn that your fees are essentially doubling just like that overnight. Um, I think we all know that we're going to have fees in some form or fashion, uh, but it is good to know. Um, what fees you have and what other fees you might have that might be hidden behind the scenes. So things like commissions that you might have to pay for the different funds that you're in on top of that. Are there any other fund expenses? Uh, so these are things that in a retirement lifestyle review that I help people ferret it out um, just so that you've got a big picture overview and are educated about um, everything that you might have and the costs that you're paying um, understanding those fees and keeping those um, fees under control, of course, is key because that's more money in your pocket. But it's also important that you're getting value out of the fee that you're paying. Um, a good financial advisor focused on retirement will be working for you. This could be um, to decrease your tax burden throughout the years, you know, for retirement years. Pos- of course, positioning the money in the best places with inflation in mind and income in mind but that fee they the person that's getting paid should be helping you and providing more value than that fee you're paying so keep that in mind
1: all right let's go to luxembourg now Not literally, but Luxembourg, Wisconsin. And Carlos is there. Uh, I've recently retired, he says. I'm looking to roll over my 401k into an IRA and start taking some distributions. But it turns out I was making some after-tax contributions over the years that had a cost basis of about $50,000, and I'd like to roll that amount into a Roth, uh, which I would imagine would be tax-free. Now, my CPA seems to agree, and I'm curious if you could describe that process for me.
0: Hi, Carlos. Yes, the process of moving funds, especially if you um, do this, which which I do on most days, is, is fairly easy. But I can break down the process of moving um, from one account, like a 401k, to another account. Maybe it's a Roth IRA for some of those after-tax funds. First, a new account needs to be established. So a new IRA, a new Roth IRA to match up with the other funds that you have. Um, and then either a phone call or rollover paperwork, distribution request paperwork would need to be submitted to your 401k company because every company, every 401k plan is going to have their own set of rules, um, to abide by to get those funds out, um, Many companies today will move those funds over the phone, which is nice. Um, it's often the most easiest and the stri- most straightforward. At Dual Financial Strategies, you know we make these calls with our prospective clients to ensure that uh, the documentation and the details are in order. Because um, heaven forbid the details aren't in order and they code it wrong or it goes to the wrong account. I've heard of this over and over, and it is an absolute nightmare. Um, So within seven to 10 days of making that request, the funds will be transferred to the new account. And you should see those there. Um, But we are keep in mind, we are seeing more and more delays today in these processing requests. That could be due to a variety of reasons. But I I think staff shortages is one of the biggest.
1: All right. Final question comes uh, from Lynette, who is in Greenville. Uh, I just learned about the reduction of Social Security benefits if you take your benefits early and make over a certain amount of money. Uh, My first question is, is that per household or family, or would my husband and I both uh, make that amount individually? And after we hit our full retirement age, is there still a reduction? Thanks a lot. I've already learned a lot from the show today.
0: Hi, Lynette. Thanks for listening. Thanks for writing in your question. Um, Yes, any first of all, any benefit election. So if you're taking your Social Security prior to your full retirement age, you're going to get a reduction in your benefit for the rest of your life because your actual benefit is based off of your full retirement age, which for many of you is going to be 66 to 67 years old. Additionally, though, you've asked a good question about basically how much can you earn. Um, So you're limited how much you can earn from employment or business income before a penalty is involved for earning above a threshold. So if you take your Social Security prior to full retirement age, again, that's 66 to 67 years old, an individual, you, Lynette, could earn up to $21,240 before a penalty would start to kick in. That penalty is a $1 reduction for every $2 you go over the limit. Now, you mentioned a spouse. A spouse could also earn up to that amount if they're taking Social Security as well. So it's not a household $21,240. It's for the individual. But if a spouse is still working, let's say your spouse is still working part-time or full-time, not collecting Social Security, while you, let's say, are collecting Social Security, then their income, your spouse's income um, will not affect their benefit so they're not going to see a reduction in benefit because of course they're not taking it however it will impact how much of your social security is taxable because the household's taking in more income so that's going to make more of your social security taxable so there's a lot of different nuances to income to retirement planning um, that are involved here Um, once you are full retirement age or older you can then earn as much as you want uh, without that penalty coming into play. That would be for you for or for your spouse. Um, and the more income you make, the more Social Security will be taxed. So there's a lot of re- retirement planning. You need to have a plan for the Social Security when you take it. It's not You know, just just taking distributions and chipping away at it isn't a plan. You've got to have a strategic plan going in.
1: Absolutely. So uh, listen to what Luke has to say. All of this is uh, wonderful advice that you will glean when you get your retirement lifestyle review at no cost, no obligation from Sam, Andy, or Luke at Dual Financial Strategies. And the best way to reach them? is the toll-free call of 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And uh, get that retirement lifestyle review. Again, it's complimentary. No cost, no obligation to sit down and uh, be with fiduciaries. As uh, Luke said earlier, fiduciary standards are high. That means you come first before anything else when they give you the advice on uh, how to approach and get through very successfully your retirement. And that's what this show is all about. Once again, it's 866-203-7486. And Luke, it's been a pleasure once again. And I know you've got some final thoughts.
0: Thank you again for listening, for tuning in. You know how to get a hold of us. And we look forward to having you back same time, same place next week for more retirement-related topics. Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin-registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.